Welcome to this bonus episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, December the 25th. It's Christmas Day, and we are coming to you from our homes all across this great country of ours. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me on the show today is... We didn't discuss the order to introduce ourselves, so whoever wants to jump in, go ahead. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Tony. Hi, Tony. Hi. Hi, K-Dub. And of course, Hawk from Fanatics and the Fans. Hey, Hawk. We are a bunch of fans, artists, creators, and critics from the Midwest and all over. Talking entertainment and pop culture, taking your comments and whatever. Thank you so much for joining us and spending a little time with us on your holiday. If it's if this is the escape from the in-laws, um, I'm glad we could be that for you, if that's what it took today to get you to listen. Uh, well, we are just doing one thing today and one thing only, and we are taking a look back at The Mandalorian Season 2 and looking ahead at the future of the Star Wars franchise. Because if you didn't know, some news has dropped uh, recently in the last week or two. So we're going to talk about all of that. Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, we're going to do all of that, and that's it. That's all we're doing today because it's the holidays and we all got shit to do. So... Let's get to it. Let's talk. Let's talk the Mandalorian season two. We can do this a couple of different ways. Um, we've done season recaps and reviews of other shows recently um, since we've been kind of on our break. Um, so we can go episode by episode if you guys want to. But before we do that, or instead of doing that, maybe what in particular from this season stood out to you guys? Uh, episodes, characters, scenes, cameos, whatever. What are some of the things, good, bad, ugly, otherwise? that stood out to y'all this season. And just feel free to jump in and start talking all over the place. Right out the gate, uh-huh. I'm going to go with uh, just the way episode one got us started. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I Honestly, I sat here and I was like, huh, are they going to start at that level and keep us there? Because that, that's a roller coaster I would happily ride. Right. Um, obviously they didn't, but they kept, it was, I mean, it was still up there for, I would say 85%, 75% of the entire season was right at the same level as episode one. Yeah. Um, they came the out cameos, sure. the cameos, dude, I mean, is, 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 is Timothy elephant? Like, <laughs> like, come on. We, I, 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 I have. A, I'm looking forward to, and I. If they don't do it, shame on them. At some point, we're going to get a Marvel-like, big, gigantic fight, and we'll get to see Timothy Elephant again. And right, thank, thank goodness we get to see Ming Na again. I was, I was really pissed off about how they used her in the first season. So, yay! <laughs> yep, uh, much more substantial role this season. You're right. Yeah, Timothy Elephant. So, so a fun thing the uh, the bartender in that first episode, I guess, was the actor who played the bartender in Deadwood, as well, which is pretty funny that they brought the two of them back for for that for for no more than the bartender did, which is kind of like just duck and hide behind the bar. It's kind of funny that they went right. out and got the guy from Deadwood just so they could say, "Hey, look what we did. That's fun." Hell, all we were missing from that episode was Walter Goggins, man. That'd have been just perfect, <laughs> or right? Shane coming in, yeah, running a whorehouse in in Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else jumped out to you guys right away? Good, bad, or otherwise? Best sucker for Banthas. It's a long story, so just <laughs> to make it short, I'm a sucker for Banthas. 
And uh, I was very, very happy on a lot of levels with the Banthas because the original Banthas were elephants. Um, these Banthas were not elephants. And so I feel like they did a really good job at keeping the real but not real Bantha. Bantha? It looked good, is what you're saying. <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah. It looked really good. It was a very convincing bantha i guess is what i'm trying to say but um as as somebody who has a mild obsession with banthas which again is a long story we get into it another time um i was really happy to see them in because i mean you know you didn't see them in a lot of the other star wars stuff so it was nice to see them again Right. Yeah. If you're going to be back on Tatooine, you've got to have the Banthas. And I particularly loved when the uh, was it the crate dragon comes out and doesn't eat the Bantha. It goes after the Tuskens <laughs> instead. That was that was pretty funny because you're sitting there going, "Oh no, they're going to kill. Oh no, they're going to show us this." And then it like just goes right around him. Uh, <laughs> I actually yelled at my TV when they um, when they strapped up Bantha and sent him in his mate. I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> actually like cheering for the banthas right on. I, I will say i was i was i, I don't want to i don't know if i want to say shocked or it was weird to see them humanize the tuscan raiders that was just i mean forever yeah. they'd been just this mysterious savage um, sa yeah savage that's the word savage yeah. like bad guy and it was weird to, i don't know how i feel about having them humanized sometimes i mean what do you mean? I, you know, in all fairness, after after a Jedi comes in and kills you know, a large <laughs> amount of your population, that may mellow you out a little bit. <laughs> you, you might think twice about being the, the jerks that you were before. No, it's I, yeah, yeah I, I've, it's a uh, they definitely yeah they definitely took a uh, more they they treated them less like uh, savages and more like Native Americans with their own culture that. The rest, the rest just don't understand the culture. <laughs> How do you get Native Americans and hawks? Like, how dare they humanize them? Like, <laughs> that's what they did. That's that's the approach. If you if you look back at some of the discussions, that the, the approach they were going for was more of uh, more like Native Americans, or to, uh, to use a, another pop culture entertainment example, um, it's kind of like what they did in The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise and Ken Watanabe, where they took these, you know, the savage samurais and they yeah. showed, okay, they have their own culture, they're just not, you know, they're they're misunderstood or they're not up with the times or whatever. So um, it, was, it was, yeah, it was a different take for sure than what we've seen um, I think the well, last also, time we saw them on screen, they were like shooting at the pod racers as they went by in episode one. Yeah. So. Well, also, you know, you got to figure that it, it kind of makes it sound like uh, the whole plan has kind of, you know, a lot of population is gone and they're kind of depending on each other and stuff like that. So maybe a lot of deals have been made throughout the, you know, over the years that did kind of make them a little more, civilized i guess yeah I think, civil. I think we saw that yes there's a uh a power vacuum with the huts no longer in power there there's uh, which a we'll, which we'll get vacuum. to <laughs> there's a power vacuum throughout the entire galaxy yeah yeah and, <laughs> and that 
is awesome to me. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, spent- we are in that in that in between time between the the originals and the new stuff. So yeah, it's it's a wild west feel, which is why you can do a show like The Mandalorian, which is you know it's a wild west show set in a galaxy far far away. I mean, we spent how many how many years under the rule of the Empire, right? And they were holistically bad. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and look through, if you take Mandalorian and you look at a lot of other things, and there's even so many different satires about the fact that there there were actually humans in the stormtrooper costumes, which means all the Death Stars and all the battleships that we've been blowing up for the last twenty some odd years actually have human beings in them. Right. <laughs> so, we have have we really established that the Empire is the bad guys here? Right, <laughs> and I feel like in this in this ep- like season two, they that not only have you figured out that the Empire is the bad guys if you didn't know that to begin with, but are, are they though? Well, hang on, hang on, because there are some people who can <laughs> argue it because they could be like, oh, well, if you're on the Empire side, you don't know that you're the bad guy because you're on the Empire side. But I feel like in this season they established that we are the bad guys. Like, it's almost like they just came out and said, we are the bad guys. Like, I feel like it was legitimately established. And I I will tell you, I can give you my point of view as to when that was, but we're not there yet in the in the discussion. No, we can, and we we can jump right now. to it. No, we're jumping around all over the place. Okay. We can go right all to right. it. Because, so, because what, I'll, I'll say what, what Hawk was saying about, <laughs> what Hawk was saying about the Tuscan, we also got the first time we've had a humanized Imperials. The, the first time we've humanized the people in that Stormtrooper armor in the episode yeah. with the Mandalorian and Mayfield where they've got to get into the yep. base. And I think that's yeah, where you're headed. Yeah, and they were all so like high-fiving yeah. and helping with each other. Yeah. Right. Which... Dick move, Mayfield, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> but I despised almost all of that. Love all the of the Imperial officers... I'm not talking about the stormtroopers because the stormtroopers right. might not legitimately know that they are the bad guys. <laughs> Dude just wanted to get lunch in the cantina. That's all he was there for. <laughs> right. But I feel like all all of the department heads, so all of, you know, the big baddies like Moff Gideon and Down, they all know that they are the bad guys. And they all know that because they all try to take themselves out at one point in this season. Whenever they get caught, whenever they get busted, whenever something happens, whenever they're backed into a corner or in a jam or whatever, they try to take themselves out. And I feel like that is the imprint of knowing I am the bad guy. (laughs) You got got real, hold on, get your mic closer. You got real choppy there or you're off or something. Is that better? There you go. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, I want to personally thank them for not killing off Moth Gideon so I can finish that costume that I'm very excited about. Because <laughs> not for nothing, but he has truly been a badass for these two seasons. We need a little bit more of him. Not a lot, because they've done so many greatness. Because you know they're going to kill him at some point in the next two to three seasons. But before we do that, give us just a, a smidge more, maybe 10% more, you know? Because he's so great when he just... Every time he's on screen, it's amazing what he does. Well, yeah, he. I mean, and that's the thing. The, 
they went out and got the best actor available <laughs> for that, and it's not for nothing. He's playing the same character in The Boys season two as well. So, I mean, it, it's clear they know what they're what you're. He's a known commodity. You know what you're getting when you hire him for this kind of role. So, yeah, he, in both cases, both The Boys and Mando too. Uh, I would, uh, I would say, yeah, let's, let's see more of him. I'm looking. I can't decide if I'm looking more forward to him for Boys season three. Or for Mando season three, I don't know. I'm so I'm so on the fence. Which one I want to? I just like I'm waiting for it. Like, I Lancers, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, which one comes out next? But you That's already know that we're not gonna get too much more Moff Gideon because the Mandalorian is not about Moff Gideon. Right. Yeah, I know. You I know just, what I'm I, saying? Like they can bring him out in and out as much as they possibly. Right. Can until they essentially kill him off. But I mean, really, if he goes away, if this is the last time we see him, it really wouldn't matter because he's he no longer has the matter. yeah he no he no longer <laughs> he no longer has what we're after. Anything. So yeah yeah right. He, so he can sit in a matter. jail cell and, unless you're mm-hmm. gonna use him like a Hannibal Lecter type thing where it's like you know trying to find oh, more stuff. Yeah. Right. Or you use him as bait for more Imperial. Mm-hmm. Moff Gideon becomes Imperial Bait. Like, how demeaning is that? Like, you go from being Moff Gideon to Bait Gideon. That's yeah. Go from <laughs> I have the dark saber to I'm the damsel in distress that they're dangling in front of somebody else. Right on. Well, what I else? Mean, Anything it, else? Go ahead. Was it more about the uh, the see? There was because there was a whole lot of talk about that saber and and like throughout like everywhere. I was really disappointed with the dark saber I was just I'm, I'm just like I'm I was what this is I just I'll really wanted it to be like as awesome as seeing a lightsaber yeah because like when you see a lightsaber you're like oh that's a lightsaber that's a Jedi and you just get excited and you're like yeah and then I don't know when I saw the dark saber I was like oh it's the dark saber, cool. It, <laughs> like, it is made. I mean, you're gonna take it as it was made by the Mandalorian, so they were just going off of what technology they could in their style of the fighting weapon. Yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of lightsabers out there that look like katanas, and you've got you know ones that look like broadswords and stuff like that. So it's just a. I just look at it as a different. Well, it is. It's more about this. It's. It's more ceremonial and symbolic than it is an actual. I mean, it can't even cut through fucking Beskar. If you got everybody in your society running around in Beskar, what's the point of having a dark saber that can't cut through it? It's like the worst weapon you could possibly have on Mandalore. <laughs> it's like it's worse than bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's like bringing a knife to a Beskar fight. I mean, a glowing knife. But Beskar pretty hard to get a hold of, so not everybody would have it. Not when it was made back in back in ye olden days when she was forged. No, everybody was running around in their best car. It's only the best cars only become uh, ra- rare since the empire took over and all that shit. So back then, no, it was literally it was literally symbolic at the time, and that's all it is now. And that's and that's why the whole you know you know that's why Bo-Katan wants it because it's symbolic. That's how she's going to get back on the throne, and that's how why she got all pissy because. Mando had it and was trying to give it to her because of the symbolism, I, not because it actually is a decent fucking weapon. I'm so mad at her for that. 
Like I'm mad at her for. She should have told him. She should have told him something. But she figured if she didn't tell him, it would mean she would get dark saber, and now it backfired on her, and it it makes me angry. (laughs) Can't they like thumb wrestle for it or something? Like, like, like you just you have to win it from me. All right, who's got a deck of cards? You know, you can win it from me more ways than just you know. You don't have to kill each other for it. Just yeah, they can. They could do a game of sabak, and they can like. I honestly think paper, rock, scissors. I don't know. Just. Honestly, think if they had finished that fight when they first when Mando first saw the three of them, I honestly believe Mando would have taken them. I mean, it yeah. was three of them, but I just think he had a much better. If you if you're making out a character sheet, his skill level was a lot higher than oh, yeah. the three of them combined. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that but, it would have been but, a hell of a fight. Bo-Katan had to follow rules because she wasn't a part of the, as we learned, this weird cult. So she's had to follow rules and do things a certain way where Mando hasn't. He just had to, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and this is the way. And then everything else didn't matter. So she said it like she drank the Kool-Aid herself. I saw Sasha Banks take down (laughs) Boba Fett, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like... (laughs) Very yeah. cool. Anything else? What else do we do? We want to just hit the episodes kind of in briefly then, and talk about some of our favorite moments from the episodes as we kind of fly through these. That way, we'll make sure we've uh, had a chance to touch on just about everything. Uh, I think we've hit the first episode pretty well. That is the episode where Mando's looking for other Mandos who can tell him where to find a Jedi because that's his quest now. He runs into Timothy Oliphant. They play uh, Deadwood in the desert. And- oh my god! I was so excited to see Banthas. I understand that. (laughs) That is clear. Thank you. Oh my lord. Uh, So yeah, so we get the Boba Fett armor back. Uh, So let's let's uh, move on to the next one. Uh, So (laughs) this next episode, I was actually stunned that Timothy gave that armor back. That's the one thing that threw me off. I mean, I was angry. Honestly, it would have been a huge (laughs) problem if he hadn't given it back. But I was, I was kind of like. That's what's keeping you in sheriff, dude. Um, <laughs> you're gonna be without a job in a minute. <laughs> I, so I don't. So if we're if we want to talk plot holes, because this whole season was plotted uh, a lot. I mean, they had character oh moments, God. but it was very plotted. Um, why doesn't Boba Fett just take the armor back from Timothy Elephant? I mean, he could have. I mean, he he can beat people yeah. up with one of those fucking Tuscan sticks. I don't see why he couldn't get his armor back oh, then. Oh, but, but. Whatever, Listen, I, I was looking I was forward to that fight too. I was waiting that? for that fight to continue. If that mm-hmm. fight had continued, oh my god! But anyway, yeah. can, continue with the. Let's go to the episode. Ahead, what were you two. saying, Kenny? Oh no, I was wondering that too. You know, I was like, okay, did he give up the like? Did he trade it to the Jawas for something and just be like, you know, I'm done with this life? But then all of a sudden he sees Mando and he's like, I'm back in, you know, or what? <laughs> you what son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I well, that too. Is it is it because we don't know what happened from the last time we saw Boba Fett to this time we saw Boba Fett? I don't think, yeah, but still, I mean, he's, we know he's on Tatooine. We know he's watching I mean, all this like, shit go down. He, he saw Mando get the armor. Yeah. yeah. I don't right. understand why he didn't just like, hey, I want my armor back. <laughs> and that and, leads me to my next question. Why are all these people on this damn dead ass planet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the From what we've been told, it's the asshole of the universe, the furthest. And yet everybody's from, there. 
Yeah. Everybody that's important to us. Yeah. Yeah. You would for love it. the beach that doesn't have water. Like again, a conversation for a whole other time, but I have such an odd attachment to certain things and places in Star Wars. Like yeah, I love tattoos. And yet we are not surprised. <laughs> let's move on to the second episode because this one is probably the most fun episode i thought oh my God. this is where uh baby yoda can't stop eating the fucking the dying species eggs <laughs> she's like i'm the, I'm the last of... no crap this? that this caused all oh. over oh about people oh my being God. upset that he's yeah Oh yeah, my God! Between... People were outraged that outraged. they would do this. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's insensitive to women who can't have children. People lost their mind. <laughs> but here's... Dallas Bryce Howard directed the episode. What are you talking about? If it was insensitive to women, she would have known. Like, yeah. I mean, it might have been insensitive to chickens because we eat eggs all the time. Just like <laughs> or frogs. What? I mean, it's a frog lady. Yeah, right. and then it started this whole like hashtag baby yoda so there was like cancel culture for baby yoda like what yeah i thought it was great. (laughs) of this season this was my least favorite episode i was bored the entire time it was was, a side quest yeah i was was. so over this episode well this is well to be honest both seasons have about had about three episodes of main story and five episodes of side shit going on so and this is yeah, just, like, yeah. We absolutely could have skipped all of no. that whole episode and it wouldn't have but yeah the side episodes in episode in season one they kept me they kept me engaged the entire time yeah it did bring us x-wings though we it got did. x-wings it, we got brought, x-wings pilots a- that are not the assholes that yeah. maybe everybody made them out to be we got yeah we got the, we got the baby yoda trying to kill off an entire species by eating the eggs, is what I, I just I still go back to that. Like that's just, it's hilarious because if you've got kids, you've done that shit before where you're like you turn your back and they got something in their mouth and you're like get that out of your mouth and you, you, fish it, you get it out of their mouth and you turn around and you look back and they got it in their mouth again. It's the same. Like, it, it, I thought it, was, it, it really hit home the uh, it hit home the fact that he is a baby. Put something in their mouth and they'll take it out, and put it back in, or yeah, like babies it, are gross. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so we had so we had this, and then we the next episode is kind of part two. Uh, we get the frog lady to her husband. They're off fertilizing those eggs somehow. <laughs> Glad we didn't see that. Um, that's where we run into Bo-Katan for the first time and her her group um, of Mandalorians, and and they're after the dark saber. And again, side quest. There's a whole lot of. Uh, if you go here, they'll have your information and you go there and it's like, I don't have that information, but if you'll do this for me, this person will have that information you need. And then they go do that. And that like person's like, I don't have that TV information. Show. It was like watching a TV show of you exploring Ashenvale in vanilla. Wow. It's like, <laughs> it's like a TV show of, I'm sorry, your princess is in another <laughs> castle is what it was. It was constantly like, yeah. Oh, you thought you thought this was the answer? No, no. But go here. Here's your next quest. So, go do this. I like this episode. The only thing I didn't like, and I know a lot of people are outraged, and I'm sorry. I just, I've never gotten the whole Katie Sackout thing. I don't get it. I, she's, you know, meh. It, a, a hundred other actresses could have done just as good a job. Yeah. But she's got that nerd cred. So. I, I don't. 
I, I, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Like, like I appreciate that she was the voice of Bo-Katan, so they brought her in to be Bo-Katan. Like, that's cool, but... And that's the only... It's, that's why I'm saying, you know, it's fine. It's mad. But, but yeah. whatever. Right, exactly. They could have put they could have put Kenny in that armor. I'm not trying to more. skip ahead or like whatever, <laughs> but like cool. I would have watched that episode. Like, I know, hold up, <laughs> uh, but like like Ahsoka Tano, right? Rosario Dawson being Ahsoka Tano is badass. Like, <laughs> so like, like she <laughs> like she looks like Ahsoka Tano, right? I'm like, not trying to skip ahead, but <laughs> well, just hear me out though. But like. Bo-Katan is is Bo-Katan and I don't know kind of like what Hawk said anybody could have been her it's just that I don't I don't know I just I, I don't have a connection I'm not connected to Bo-Katan you're looking at a series but you're looking at an entire series that is 100% fan service so yeah. right exactly I, I think that's all they were looking at, you know. Yeah, so. I agree. So let's let's talk about the outrage with 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 the fanboys and Rosario Dawson. I thought she was amazing. Just gonna put that out there. I thought. I, I want her pants. Oh my god, those I, pants! The <laughs> everything <laughs> from from the moment the, the the episode came on till she left, she was she embodied that role. She embodied that character. She embodied it was. I don't think you could have got a better reaction from an actress playing an established and loved character. Yeah. I mean, come on, you get that email and you're like, listen, you're going to play this character that the whole world loves, so if you fuck it up, your career is over, so don't fuck it up. Right. <laughs> I don't know about a career is over. <laughs> but yeah. I mean... I mean, I, I know it's, it's a little extreme, and and let's face it, fanboys can go nuts. Well, and I mean, but who else would have done it? That's the thing. Like, who else? Who okay, else we could have got a, Kenny. Who else would be a Sokotano? I thought, wait, I thought I thought we cast him as Bo Katan. We can't have him playing two characters. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> he ain't doing nothing. He's been running into the garage as it we'll is. Let's just get stunt doubles and CG his face. I mean, what? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars money, I don't care. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Disney's paying. <laughs> well, yes, drunk, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Before we get to Ahsoka, we've got we've got another side quest. So let's let's cover this one. Uh, this is the one where yeah, sorry Man- about that. No, you're fine. This is the one where Manda goes back and meets up with the season one gang. Uh, this is with uh, Carl Weathers or Carl Weathers, yeah, getting his uh, directing debut for the series and uh, Gina Carano back uh, as, as Gina Carano What's doing Carl's weather's name. I forget Carl's his name. Weathers in the show. Character's name? Uh, I, it's so memorable. I it's have no Carl fucking idea. Like, yeah, it's basically, it's like, Hey, look, like, oh, there's Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers. Yeah, exactly. I gotta be honest, there's action Jackson. What do you know? <laughs> yeah. I think Carl looks great. Yeah. Um, I think it was a mistake to have him in an episode that he was directing. Yeah. Um, because his character fell flat that episode. Yeah. There was no reason for him to be in it and direct. You, no. you, you got it. And a lot, of, a lot of people do that. I think it's always a mistake. Carl was needed to play that role. He wasn't needed to direct. 
Um, well, or, because or we're going to see I, him again. I think if they're going to let him direct, that's fine. But he wasn't needed in the episode. He didn't do shit in the episode. Right. If you're going to no, use exactly, him, yeah. he I, rode I, shotgun. I know, he's, I know the reason he was doing episodes because they're going to use him later. Fine. Then direct yeah. a different episode. Yeah. He yeah. could have directed the episode that was right before it. Yeah. Or right after. And, and, or, and, yeah, any other. Yeah. Right. Any other episode but this particular one. That being said, of the two characters that I want to cosplay, Carl's character is one of them. I will not be cosplaying him because his costume is so freaking complicated. The man has a cape, <laughs> a cape with a sleeve in it. All kinds of craziness. Love his costume because <laughs> because it's it's clearly Carl was like, make my costume badass or I'm gonna whoop your ass. And so they made it obviously made it really badass. <laughs> make make my costume impossible costume to copy. Shop. Yeah, I could totally see him being in the costume shop. Like, wouldn't it be cool if I had like this belt? that turned into another pair of pants that <laughs> I could use as a parachute. Like he like, like, like somehow he's, I don't know. He's like a, another dimension of like Q from <laughs> he's, he's another was, dimension Q from 007. I was so more like, impressed with him in season one than I was in season two. I'm absolutely. Say that. Yeah. He didn't have anything to do um, this season, and, but, it, but and yeah, he, that they, was, I feel like they went into the for costumes and they're like, you gave Lando a cape. I can't just have a cape. Give me a cape <laughs> with a sleeve. <laughs> Give me I a cape and a sleeve. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it was, and it was, it was that, that episode. Um, again, mostly side quest. It felt almost unnecessary, but it was still like a solid episode in my opinion. Yeah. Very solid. I, it felt like filler. As much as was, yeah. as much as the ice cave felt like filler, that felt like filler. It felt and it. it I mean, okay. So first episode cameo, Boba Fett armor, Timothy Oliphant. Wait, we're okay. talking about the episode where they went into the planet the and they had facility. the underground facility, and then yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a cloning facility. That must be why they want the baby Yoda. And that was all we got out of that episode. That that was literally why yeah. we had it. for okay. for that for that two sentences of exposition they gave us an entire fucking episode, but it feels like it's just like at this point it's every other episode. So the first episode solid way to come out of the gates. Second episode in the ice cave total filler. Next episode Bo Katan fan service. Next episode absolute fucking filler, and that's the one we're on. Where we're talking about yeah going into the cloning facility. Next episode and fan service. The this, yeah. Well, the record, had to come out were... of that episode, though, right? Something. No, that that cool was it. They they put a tracker on the Razor Crest, and we found out that they're right. cloning. That was it. That was the whole. That, those are that the two it. things that moved the story. Yeah. <laughs> there Go was ahead. literally nothing. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Go ahead, Hawk. To my disappointment um, on Mando, and, and I was saying this since episode one of this season. Oh. If you are trying to keep your charge from being kidnapped, stop <laughs> taking him to places where he might get kidnapped. And handing them to people you just met. Hey, watch right? the kid for me. I got to go do the, your fucking quest. As a parent, <laughs> trust me, everybody that was even around my ch child got a DNA test, lie detector. They signed all kinds of paperwork. <laughs> I knew their credit score. Come on. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna put this uh the, this kid in school for a day, or I'm gonna hand this kid to the mechanic at the spaceport for the day, or I'm gonna give this kid to the frogs for a day. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, 
But it was good to see Gina again. Um, I would, I really want her to work on her acting a lot more. Because <laughs> I feel like Mando's like that that single mom on Facebook who's always like, "I need a babysitter." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe the shit I got going on today. Who's gonna watch my kid? I got called into work while. last minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But my kid's not home. You're going to have to pick them up first, and then you're going to have to feed them. <laughs> but at least you don't have to come to I don't to mean that room. offensively to anyone watching who's a single mom. Props to you yeah, if you Becky. are. Um, She's calling you out. I know. No, no, no. I didn't mean it offensively. I really didn't. It just, I have a lot of that on my Facebook page, which is why I'm never on there. So, so far we've pissed off the Indians and the single mothers. So we're doing good today. Twice. I've pissed off the single moms twice now. Oh, shit. So that was uh, episode four. So then uh, the odd numbered episodes again is fan service episode. We go to, we, this is our Ahsoka. This is where we get a, a name for baby Yoda. That's not baby Yoda, which is fucking ridiculous because if you were going to give him a name, no one's going to call him that. If you're going to give him a name, you do it in the second episode of the first season. Because he's been baby, yeah. he's been baby Yoda for more than ten episodes now, so he's never going to be anything but baby Yoda. Well, what's funny is that's a that's a fan thing, and I think some, honestly, this and then this is going to sound crazy and really really out there. At some point, somebody was like, "Why are they calling him that?" Right. So let's just put an end to them calling him that. Let's name this child, and yeah, they can but, stop. But it didn't put an end to anything. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody calls him by his name. He's still Baby Yoda, just like the Mandalorian has a name. But does I call, call him. Mando? Yeah, I call him Grogu because I never liked the whole Baby Yoda thing. Because if that's Yoda's baby, then somebody got to explain it. A circle of people <laughs> call him the Wee Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> And so, all of my friends refer to him as the wee baby Yoda. So baby Yoda is <laughs> always baby Yoda. Mando is always Mando. Doesn't matter that he has a fucking name. Which I actually don't ever name. recall hurting, hearing his name at any point. Yeah, they gave it to him back at the uh, in the first season. We got his name. Yeah, but again, then that is nobody cares. Not to use it again. Yeah, they, if, uh, if he has a name, and I'm if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Joy. It was Carl's Weathers that said his name, right? Or was it? I think no. I think I think it was uh, Moff Gideon. I think it was when they were. Uh, when they were all holed up. Was explaining himself. Yeah, when they were all holed up in the bar. His name's Din and it's it's D I N and it's Jaren, but it's D J like like Genie. Then they should be using it. Or somebody, even if it's just Moss Gideon using it. Well, no, because it's not his name. Because when he took the Mandalorian Creed, he didn't have a name anymore. He just became a Mandalorian. So I'm, what I'm saying is... The only reason Moff Gideon knows his name is because Moff Gideon was there when he was a kid. That's the only reason why. Nobody I, else knows his name because he is now a Mandalorian. The or he's a part of the Mandalorian cult or whatever. That'd be, it'd be a great way for, for Moff Gideon to insult him by calling him by... By his by Dead that name, name. yeah, yeah. Dead Hashtag name. Disney. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> I mean, well, just like we got we got baby we got baby Yoda's name, but other than like the next episode where he's like testing it out, like, hey, you respond to this shit. Nobody calls the kid by his name. He keeps calling him the kid. They he they took the kid. That's all you know. Yeah. So nobody calls him. I by mean, his I name prefer either. the kid over right. baby Grogu. Yeah. 
Yeah. I actually no, I like Grogu. I thought it was a little. It felt a little out of place, though. It felt a little American fantasy to me. Yeah, it felt very forced. Yeah. Well, that's just a terrible pun, Tony. And shame I on didn't. You. <laughs> I didn't mean it. That's not what I meant. Shame <laughs> on you. It felt no, but it did though. It felt very forced. It it, it didn't even feel like the right name. If yeah, you're gonna name him, that just was not his name. That was the. the Say what you name him, yogurt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't know what I would have named him, but Grogu is not what I would have named. Him. Not yeah. Yeah. It honestly felt like the name of a dragon from a D and D novel. From Spyro. Or or the name of <laughs> the name of a the name of a dwarf from Lord of the Rings. It was not the name of the kid from Star Wars. It just ah, it, something was missing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what it was, but something was missing. So we got the Maybe Ahsoka it's episode. Maybe because it ends with a U. Maybe he could have been he could have been Joy Junior. That, that would have been so much sense. better. That's right. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so so we know the Ahsoka episode was there for one purpose and one purpose only, which was to set up the Ahsoka spinoff that we're going to get later, which we'll talk about as we go. But that was really the point of that whole episode. Well, it, this, this it wasn't spin-off. to introduce us to the staff. No, no, not to the staff. <laughs> Well, it was, it was to, to introduce her, introduce right. uh, the name. To, that to, nobody that used again. <laughs> that no one will ever use again. Um, and there, I was going to say something else. Son to set up the cameo at the end. Well, to set, up, well, to set up her return when they do the whole big gang fight thing. Whenever they yeah, do that. When they do the Defenders Avengers thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So after that, uh, Ahsoka sa- again, Ahsoka says... Sorry, your princess is not in this castle. Go to the Jedi Temple, put the kid on the magic rock, and just oh, sit, let him sit there for a while until he falls asleep, I guess, till it's nap time. So we I do. liked that episode. Yeah. But Grogu had nothing kid, going on. He's sitting on a rock. Those... <laughs> and here's the thing. If you can't get the kid off the rock because of the force, literally the force force field is around the kid, are you really that worried about a few stormtroopers down below? I mean, if if you are trying to get the kid and you can't get him because this force field, what what's the what's the rush? What's the hurry? What's the why are we all fucking wound up? Not smart when it comes to that stuff. This is also another single parent moment when you're trying to get your kid off the, the merry-go-round. <laughs> well, there's that, but this is also like... Where are your shoes, Grogu? <laughs> I don't know where my shoes this are. This is also the... It's also a moment where it kind of shows, though, that even though he's a Mandalorian, he follows all these rules, that the cult obviously didn't teach him things like what the Force is. Right. Or how to make good decisions. Or <laughs> or if you can't get into force field, no, they're not going to either. Yeah. Right. But it, it does uh-huh. it does give us it gives us our Boba Fett back. It gives us our uh, whatever what's her Listen, Ming Na's. Can we just the show. talk about how amazingly great Ming Na looked? Oh my god. I'm like I submit I'm like, isn't she almost sixty? Damn! <laughs> I think she's. I think she's fifty-six. That's almost. almost 60. You know what? I'm gonna look it up. Hang on, I'm gonna look it up. I think she's fifty-six. Uh, and the only reason side. I'm saying this is because I firmly believe she's like around the same age, age bracket as like J Lo and Shakira and Gwen Stefani and all that. 
I on the flip side, Tamura Morrison does not look the best. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that Boba Fett can't even bother to get out of his fucking robe now. He's like, you know what? I'm wearing this robe, and I'm going to put my armor on over the robe, and we're calling it good. And and can we have a moment of silence for the death of the Ragers' crest? Because, wow. Just, I was like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I mean, it wasn't well, a great anyway. that We need a moment of silence for the real Boba Fett, because that was very sad. Yeah, so. that's too. That was extremely sad. Yeah. Um, to see the ship explode, I was every once in a while the ship reminds me of Serenity. I wonder. I wonder if Boba Fett got to see Boba Fett. I'm sure. He I did. wonder if he got to see like Boba well, Fett in the Mandalorian. I don't know before he because he he before died he left before. Yeah. I didn't I, I can't remember the timing of it. I don't know. I don't know if he was coherent in his final days anyhow. I don't, I'm not sure the situation. So uh, now know. there's really like a huge nerd part of me that hopes that he got to see it. Yeah, well, they may have given or given him a like a special screening just so he could see it, you know, back right. a year ago or whatever. Yeah, we'll I want to know point. if Tony thinks she has huge parts of her that aren't nerds. Oh, dude, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other show. No. <laughs> we can get into that show uh, in the new year. <laughs> you better set up a separate PayPal account for that one. <laughs> but this, there was a solid episode, large amount of action. Right. Um, uh, there was some, something, and I, I don't know if it was just me, there was something off-putting or off about the Stormtroopers in this episode. I don't know what it was. I can't put my finger on it. But it was. It made me feel a little slightly uncomfortable every time they were on screen. I was like, something's wrong. I don't know what it was. They did something different with the Stormtroopers on this episode, and I don't know what it was. It was just weird for me. But Wait, which, episode, which episode? What we're talking on, about. Where, the, where Grogu's sitting on the rock. Oh, yeah. right, right. There was something different. I don't know. It was just, and it might have been just a disconnect for me to see that many stormtroopers in this episode because we hadn't seen that since the last episode. Is it because they was... were organized and like kind of mili- military? I think that might might have been it. <laughs> that could be <laughs> it. I mean, they were they were, was... also cool. they were clean. Yeah, you know, like the there's a lot. Clean there's a lot the of episodes that you saw. Yeah, there's a lot of too much yes. clean in this season. Once Maybe Boba Fett like gets his armor back hatched. and cleans it up, yeah, they're freshly yeah. hatched from the the stormtrooper compartment, so they're all shiny and new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, they they actually right. seemed imposing. Like they actually, for the first time since they seemed this, like they this, had a plan. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, they, they seem like a, they seem like an actual threat this time. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know about anybody else, but I at, at, at one point I was like, "Wow, they get ready." I thought I thought we were going to lose one of those three, four of those four characters. Uh, they were on screen at that moment. I'm like, "Somebody's getting ready to die," and it it felt like it. Turned out to be the ship, oh, but still. Yeah, go ahead, Kenny. Uh, I was just uh, this. I loved that that whole like what he's talking about there for the. I was distracted. The stormtroopers didn't do nothing because I was reminded that Boba Fett, why Boba Fett was a badass, why Boba Fett was feared. You know, yeah. if he was going around doing that much damage with, you know, just him, 
It's like, oh yeah, because your last memory of him was kind of getting bitched out, you know, and thrown in a Sarlacc pit. But you're like, oh yeah, this is why he was the baddest ass bounty hunter in the whole galaxy. So that was an exciting moment for me for this episode. Yeah, because to be honest, yeah, that's the first time we've ever seen Boba Fett actually do any fucking thing. Anything. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, he out he he didn't even outsmart Han Solo. He just kind of got lucky. Like, I think he might do this. I'm just gonna hang back, and he it happened to pay off. And that's all he did. After that, you know, he he never did anything really at any point in the Star Wars. All we all we had were like stories and books and comics and other stuff. Besides, you know, what we saw in the movies of telling us, oh, no, Boba Fett, he was a badass. We're like, really? Okay, <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. So, yeah, this was probably the, this was the first time we saw him, you know. And, yeah, I don't know. I liked him better without the armor because once he got the armor back, he was he had the armor for a half an episode. And you're like, oh, cool, he's in the armor. And then the next episode, it's like he spent like three weeks like just polishing the shit out of it. Because like the, like the stormtroopers, the armor looked bad when it was like, wow, that looks like brand new, except for a dent in the top of it. But, I don't know, that was kind of so off-putting also, for me. I don't know. Didn't this, this, did anybody else get this feel like before he got his armor on? It was kind of like an homage to the, the the guy in Rogue One. Yeah, he was very much a samurai esque. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, it was, was like very, in, you know, in the robes with a stick, you know, very, yeah, very samurai-esque. And then he gets the armor back I hope on and, they let him come back and be a badass with the armor on. Well, I think we're going to get there. We're going to talk about that. I know that we're going to get more Boba Fett at right. some point, but I want more Boba Fett that's not this Boba Fett. <laughs> does it like does that make sense? Like I want I want the I want Sarlacc to now Boba Fett. Right. I want he that guy. Jason Momoa in the armor. What? No. <laughs> no, actually I don't it's, it's at an, all. It's an inside joke between we <laughs> okay. announced Jason Momoa. I, do, I actually don't at all. Um thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so the next episode we touched on a little bit we can talk about a little bit more in depth uh this is the episode where uh we got to go spring mayfield and have him get us into an imperial base so that we can find out where moff gideon's cruiser is um, this is where they recreate the the wages of fear the movie where you've got something explosive on the truck and you've got to get it to a destination um we we got the uh the mustache twirling cackling yes we are the bad guys from our imperial officer in the cantina yeah it was a little much i think it was like okay um now got- i'll be honest this i this is the last episode i've seen of this season so okay. this is well, where i'm gonna check out i like yeah, tell us more what you think here Go ahead. you did or did not there was, a, there was there was a lot i liked and disliked about this episode okay. it it felt, I was like, all right, let's throw some excitement at it. So people will leave us alone and won't say anything about anything we're doing. <laughs> you know? And they did. They, there was so much action. I don't know why those guys were trying to blow up those, the, all of that, that stuff. That's Didn't make any much me. sense, yeah. Like, if you're going to do, if you're going to, that's a major part of that story. Yeah. Those guys trying to blow up those ships. And if they told us, it was so minute of an explanation that, we don't remember hearing. No, they so didn't really little... explain it. It was more of a general, like, 
it kind of fit into the whole, hey, we're just invading their planet and mining it for resources. But they didn't explain it as that's why they're trying to blow up the shit because those guys aren't the same guys we saw as we're passing as we're driving through the little encampment or whatever. Right. So yeah, it, it, was, I can't it was a tell, little yeah. It was a little I can't tell clear. if those guys were the good guys or the bad guys. Right. Very hot very great area with those guys, and I think that's why they did it. Like, right, they, yeah. No, the that, pirates? That, yeah. I mean they could be pirates. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. they, or, they were, or well, whatever they are. That, yeah, that's, <laughs> they I, think works, that's how they they, I think that's how they referred to them. They referred to them as you know the their pirates are trying to blow up the stuff, but but yeah, it was. I mean, they the, were I, like swashbucklers I, or anything, right? <laughs> but I think I think the whole point of that episode was to show us that you know the 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 Mandalorian's world has been very black and white by his code. That's all he's lived by. That's why he was. That's the cult he was indoctrinated in. And I think the whole point of that episode was, it's all. It's more gray than what you've been led to believe. Are the pirates the good guys or the bad guys? Are the imperial the Imperials are cheering and patting them on the back because you got through? You know. So yes, it was very much a uh, the the point of that episode being everything's negotiable. There is not so much black and white. It is more shades of gray. Which, and I will tell you this, and I know you're going to hate me for saying it. Yeah. I disagree with almost every decision Mando made. I really do. First of all, I wouldn't have believed a word out of that guy's mouth. Right. I'd have put a gun or a knife. I'd put a knife to his nuts and made him tell me the truth. First of all, <laughs> because at the end of the episode, they were all friendly. I'm like, no, he was a dick to you multiple times oh my gosh yeah absolutely have gina crush him between her thighs don't let him go yeah um yeah i'll uh i'm not gonna spoil anything but yeah there there are more All I'm gonna say there is are more you decisions know you're the bad like that guy when you have baby shackles <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just happen that's to have an extra know. pair laying around yeah yeah that is how you know is when you now, have baby shackles that's past that when he blew old boy away Oh my God! I knew he was getting ready to shoot him. I'm like, he got to shoot. You ever been out at a bar and look around one of your friends and be like, "Damn, we can ready to get into a fight." Yeah. <laughs> I knew he yes. was. Getting, I'm like, damn, yes. we can ready to go to shit. Oh, why? And, and can someone please explain to me, like, why you go in? knowing that you're going to have to take your helmet off to get your face scanned and you go in, you take your helmet off and you get your fucking face scanned into an Imperial computer. Yeah. It was so much. There was, it's now in there. Like your face is now in there and they know like, (laughs) it's like signing into an app through Facebook. You just take, yeah. yeah, (laughs) I don't, I don't, yeah. It's like I want. It's like I want to play this video game on my phone, but I got to sign in through Facebook to do it. And I don't know. Right. Bigger <laughs> picture, though, if he does actually find any Mandalorian, and they ask him the questions, his options are to lie or and get rejected. Part of the Imperial Army. I don't. Know. Well, no, no. Because no, no. with the the armor, yeah, wrong. the armor asks the questions. Has yeah. anybody seen your face? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's either got to lie, yep, or risk. Re- actually, I'm not. It's not going to risk. They will reject him. Yeah, that's, But it doesn't matter. Again, it's a cult. Uh, yeah, They're not Mandalorians <laughs> anyway, because that's what Bo-Katan said. 
Yeah. Well, so it doesn't well, matter. Well, it, it's all it's all assuming that he's going back to the cult. I'm anyway. never yeah. going to trust a, 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 a anybody named Bo-Katan anyway. I I know I I don't <laughs> I honestly don't really like her, but and then I mean I, we'll I, end with the, I barely uh, trust people named Tony. So listen. We'll end with the no, last. it was it was rebels. It was rebels, and I was right. when we were watching rebels, and I was like, "Man, I don't like her. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't Tell know what it is. Really I feel, just Tony. there's something about her that I don't like. Maybe it's her. I don't know. I I, I don't. But there's something about her I don't like. It's just like She's... in um in a uh, um uh, what not rebels. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it is rebels. I don't know. My Star Wars just. All my Star Wars in my head just went where were, but um, was She's the really one self-servient. That's that's with, she is very much. But right. the other ones I don't the other two girls I don't like that they've brought in were um, Trace and her sister. Like they're supposed to be like these two Latino chicks. Was that in Rebels? Uh, no, oh, no, that was in that Clone was in Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah. They were Ahsoka's just friends. Most right. recent, yeah. Um, I don't I don't like them either. Like yeah. I think they're they're terrible girls. They're really bad girls. <laughs> like, if you're going to make girls, make them at least good. Don't make shitty girls. Because well, then the girls don't like the girls. and then That's, that's a whole fun. other thing, though. <laughs> I'm just going to stop before Tony reaches through the phone and strangles me. <laughs> like, well, because, no, there's that whole thing where, like, Star Wars is for boys. So then they have girls in it so that the girls like Star Wars. But if you don't make girls that the girls like, the girls aren't going to like Star Wars. I don't know. I will say that it's, it's, it, ha- it has been. I don't like Bo-Katan. That's all. <laughs> this season was very female oriented, and I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I, I love the girl squad. When yeah. There was that one point. Well, Hawk's, I'm not going to, because I know yet, that yeah. Hawk. <laughs> Hawk's not right, there right. I'm, I'm just going to say the girl I'm, squad was awesome. I'm probably, I was going to actually, I planned on watching that. That's my Christmas present to myself, is to watch there that episode. Um, but so, I'll, I'll say one more thing about this episode before we move on is talking about bad decisions all around so you got you you know you're going after moff gideon moff gideon's probably got a pretty good idea that you're coming after him he yeah i have you you got you got you're you're holding all the cards you know where he is you can find him and get to him and what do you do you get him on the fucking hollow phone and be like i'm coming for you now you gave away all the element of surprise now he's like all right, fuck. I guess we better beef up security because he just called me and told me he's coming. So here's the thing about that dis- decision, and I I said the moment it happened, Joy, I was right with you. He's a Mandalorian, right? So combat ready is a thing that he's supposed to be, well, and he's a fucking hunter, and he's we see him and other yeah. Mandalorians throughout the whole series. It's like, oh shit, you know, there they are. You know, the very first time we see him, the very first episode. You know, he he's he's doing his shit, he's handling his business. Yeah, he just walks in. Yeah. So here he's just calling the guy up like you know, I I I understand I understand they they were threading that needle between the end of the first season and this season and stuff, but it just didn't make any sense for the character. And it was a baller move. It was such a baller move. But it was it was wrong. Well, that's kind of what I was going to say. I mean, you if you think about it, uh, that's his way. I mean, the, the legend of the Mandalorian anyways is powerful and strikes fear into everybody. And they already know what a badass this particular Mandalorian is. 
So that just him calling up with his big balls saying, I'm coming for you. You know, it's, it's kind of like the Liam Neeson calling up, you know, I've got a certain amount of, you know, special skills or whatever. <laughs> that's his way of doing that, you know. And it was, and that he, was badass, but it was a terrible decision. And <laughs> big ups to Moth Gideon to be unimpressed. Yeah. He was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he's Moth Gideon, yeah, right? He, like, he you just don't be become Moth, like – yeah, like you don't become Moff anything without being a badass of some kind. And let's be honest, Moff Gideon had everything he needed. If it was down to, if it had just, I mean, boy, I'm gonna have Hawk get off here real quick before I can say much else. But Moff Gideon had well, every reason I, to believe he he had every reason to believe he had the thing under control. I like. I will say this, and this this is this is again this is throughout the season, throughout both seasons. Moth Gideon has not lost his cool. Right. I mean, if you go through back through that, all your bad guys will get they get frustrated, they get angry, they get, you know, whatever. They have temper tantrums in the middle of the Death Star. I'm not naming no names, but, you know, fuck him. But <laughs> Moth Gideon has kept his cool from moment one. And if right. they change that, I mean, I know they're going to kill him. But if he does it without while maintaining his cool and badassness, then big ups to them. Yep. All right, Hawk, you need to go because we're. Gonna are you legitimately going to sign off, or are you going to stay and listen? Um, I'm going to legitimately sign off. And I'll Good for you. Ten minutes. Yeah, yeah just right. hop back on here a little bit. We'll let you know if it's safe or not. <laughs> I'll I'll text you when it's safe. <laughs> Bye. So, season finale what to even be how to even begin to unpack this shit who wants to what what is something that you enjoyed something you that stood out something you didn't like something well, let's talk about the season finale because we, we've talked around it because hawk was on here right the yeah. the girl the girl the girl team moment the, was pretty the cool. girl <laughs> team was pretty awesome and then the other thing that i i'm gonna say is i like I, I'm fine that it was. It's fine. I'm fine that it was Luke. I'm fine, right? You don't and sound I like kind, you're fine. Well, hang on. <laughs> and I kind of figured, like that it was Luke, right? But for a split second, like that the the ship comes. Like you, you're on the screen. You see the ship come in like this, right? Right. And the first thing you think is, oh, that's Luke. But there was a split second in my brain where it's like, no, it's somebody else. Who that somebody else is, I have no fucking idea. But <laughs> for a split second in my brain, it was somebody else. And then it was Luke, because then they give it to you in black and white. So it's kind of like, so that it's not, it might be somebody else, right? Right. Yeah. But you know that it's not. And then it is Luke, and you know that it's Luke, but there's this little bit, this little teeny weeny piece where you're like, God, I really wish it was somebody else. And then once it's like official, like I'm Luke, here's R2, this is me, I'm Luke, I took my hood off, then you're like, God, I wish it was somebody else. And I just don't know who that somebody else is. Yeah. I wasn't surprised <laughs> that it was Luke. Like, Mainly because I know that, you know, during that time period, he was going around hunting up force sensitive kids and stuff like that. Right. So, as soon as I saw the X-wing, I I knew who it was, and but even though I knew who it was, 
I was still a little excited, you know, to get the confirmation. And I was very excited about how powerful, you know, they didn't, you know, say it wasn't like, Oh, he's still got his powers from like Jedi era. You know, it's like, he's clearly advanced and the different fighting styles, you know, he was using like three or four different fighting styles. And so he was very advanced and he was a master at that point. And that was, that was enough to keep me like, yeah, you know, I was very excited. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I was excited, but there's this, teeny weeny little part of me that was like I just really want to else. Yeah. I just I, don't uh, know who the other option is. There's not much at that point in the storyline. Right? Yeah. Um I did dig how they basically made this they it feels like this entire show has been built around what's everybody's favorite Star Wars? Empire Strikes Back. What's everybody like about Empire Strikes Back? Boba Fett and Yoda. All right, let's make a show about a Mandalorian <laughs> with a baby Yoda. And then it's like, <laughs> you get to the end of the season, like, what's everybody's second favorite Star Wars? And it's like, Rogue One. Cool. Let's do Rogue One, but instead of Vader being on the bridge of the ship, we're going to have Luke come in and cut yeah. down motherfuckers. So it feels yeah, like, yeah, they, it's it's all very fan service Absolutely, They tried good. really hard to, like, to do that, and I, I don't think they did it. No, it's not as cool as Vader coming in because when no. Luke's coming in, number one, it's just it's just robots, and he's just kind of taking his time. And like you said, yes, he's a master and stuff. But when when in Rogue One, when Darth Vader's on there, there's a you know people are pissing down their legs in panic, and he's just slaughtering fuckers left and right. Yeah, this is more like okay, it's robots. There's no there's no blood, and you know it's it's very. You know, he's just kind of calmly chopping his way through more. It's more fluid like it's more like, you know, watching the natural course of a river as opposed to, you know, a fucking tornado <laughs> ripping through a ship, you know, as a, it's which, you know, yeah, it, it highlights the difference between the light side and the dark side. But yeah, when when you get Vader in Rogue One, you're like, oh, shit, this is what I've been waiting, you know, almost yeah. 40 years for. And then you get Luke and the Mandalorian, and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool, but it lacks that urgency or that, you know, that whole, you know, yeah. oh, this is bad. Because in Rogue One, you're like, yeah. And then in this, you were like, yay. <laughs> and then you're like, oh. It's a... And, and the, the flip side of that, too, is when, when in Rogue One, as soon as that red lightsaber lights up, you know who it is, and you know what's about to go down. Whereas in this one, they were trying to disguise it a little or hedge their bets like ooh, is it luke i think it is but i don't know so yeah it's it didn't quite pay off the same it was still pretty cool but it wasn't quite like you said it wasn't quite the the same impact it wasn't, as it wasn't quite there so uh i'm a little i'm a little disappointed that baby yoda didn't like throw down a little bit i mean i know he's still young and it still wears him out channel. to use the force Right, but it's just fucking, it's, it's just shackles. We saw him throwing, you know, stormtroopers around in his little cell. I was kind of hoping Baby Yoda would like, you know, and Moff Gideon's at the end there, like start shooting, you know, like if you're going to fucking get me, then I'm going to shoot everybody. And I was kind of hoping Baby Yoda would be like, you know, like force choking him or something, you know, be like, oh Wait, shit, yeah. Baby Yoda's going to tear this guy a new asshole. Yeah, like block a laser blast or something. Yeah, or like deflect it back at him or, you know, or yeah. maybe Yoda using the dark saber and just slicing through stuff. I don't know. I was, hope, <laughs> I was hoping to see more out of Baby Yoda there at the end. 
That's awesome. Instead of the kid just watching, it's like, eh, you've got force powers. Do something. I don't know. That's just me. So, I, go yeah. ahead. So, I, but, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I know that Moff Gideon, like, I know that in his head he planned that whole thing with the Darksaber because I know... I know that he knows that Mando doesn't know <laughs> about yeah. the Darksaber. And yep. I also know that he knows that Bo-Katan probably didn't tell him about the Darksaber either. Yeah. Which makes me very angry that nobody told him. But I think, ultimately, Moff Gideon could have came up with a better plan. Well, Moff Gideon didn't really care because his plan was... These dark troopers are gonna be right back. <laughs> I mean, if, right. if Luke yeah. hadn't show, if Luke hadn't shown up, dark, Moff Gideon's like, I'm done, and I've got these dark troopers yeah. just to mop up with these what, four. I or like five that people. they flew back. It, yeah, I do like that they flew back. I was like, so I mean, Moff Gideon's <laughs> plan was right on up until Luke Skywalker shows up, which I mean, really, Luke Skywalker's you know blown up one Death Star, <laughs> took out you know so. Luke Skywalker's a you know a giant wrench in the fucking plans for everybody, so you can't really fault Moff Gideon in that respect. But no, I mean his plan for the dark saber. Oh yeah, well, I, I don't feel think like he was. I feel like it was like a cop out. I don't think he had a plan. I think he just was like, okay, you've got it right now. My dark troopers are coming right back in, and clearly he doesn't care that he didn't beat somebody in one on one combat to get it back. He would have just had his dark troopers mow down everybody with their laser blast yeah. and then he would have just picked it up and like, Ooh, I got it back. You know, he's not, he's not worried about the ceremony, the pomp and circumstance of it. He's right. Just like, yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's just like, I got it back yeah. because I got dark troopers. Yeah. Right. His confidence was his undoing. Yep. And everybody knows that he has it. So if he loses it and gets it back, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Cause nobody's going to be around to tell anybody. And he sure right. as hell isn't going to tell people. Yeah. I got this yeah. taken from me, but yeah. So, so Boba Fett was kind of worthless there at the end. I mean, he dropped him off, and then he got the fuck out because he has other things to do. Apparently, it would have been nice maybe to have seen him actually in action too. I don't know. Uh, well, so, I guess he did say he would get him there. <laughs> yeah, get him for the kid, and you know, he's like, "All right, I'm out. Yeah, I did no, my no. part." So. I'll make this look good. I'll look like I'm shooting well, you, and, and I'm gonna get and out of here. Clearly, he had things to go do. Apparently, so. because. <laughs> Because we're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, so, yeah, so Mandalorian Season 2, overall thoughts. What what kind of impression do you walk away from this season with? Was it was it as good as Season 1? I didn't think it was as good as Season 1, personally. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And I don't think anything will be. Yeah, because it was I mean, new like, and fresh. Right, and... it's like Jurassic Park. Like, the first Jurassic Park is badass. No Jurassic Park you make after that is ever going to be that good. So I don't think anything they do is going to ever be as good as the season one. What do you think, Kenny? Uh, for me, I thought it was just as good only because like with the Boba Fett being in there, Boba Fett being my favorite all time, number one, nobody else is better character to have him back on the screen and have him interacting and having, I mean, you still have the interaction between the, you know, the kid and Mando and you still have the adventures and everything. So to me, I get what you guys are saying as far as you got this amazing thing. How do we 
how could it ever be better than that first season of got everybody excited in Star Wars yeah. again? And, uh, you know, that's something that nothing has been able to do. Since oh, yeah, probably. absolutely. And this is way better Star Wars content than... <laughs> Than, than anything a lot we've of Star- gotten since Rogue One. A, yeah. a lot of Star Wars content. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, this one, you know, it, it provided the fan service stuff. Everything from a brief little cameo of R5-D4 to Slave One, Boba Fett, Ahsoka Tano, you know, all these different things. I think were enough for me to like it just as much and to keep me excited for star wars and get me excited for the things to come that we'll talk about here in a little bit so for me it it did the job i'm i'm also very grateful that even though i don't like bo katan um i'm very grateful that bo katan and and bo katan and ahsoka are not they haven't just been reduced to cartoon characters right we're starting to see them incorporated yeah right not that not that being a cartoon character is a bad thing. I just right. there's a lot of stuff in Clone Wars and in the Rebels oh. I wish was like tangible, you know. Yeah. We may yeah. be getting there. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Let us let us know what you thought of the Mandalorian season two. Send us your thoughts on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. That stands for Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Links to all that and more, a whole lot more, at popgoestheculture.com. So let's talk about it. We've been dancing around it. What's next for Star Wars? For the franchise, here's what we know as of right this minute. Uh, As we're recording this, the week of Christmas 2020, we know Ahsoka is getting her own spinoff series that will be set in the timeline that we're dealing with in the Mandalorian. So Ahsoka is kind of, again, to use the Netflix Marvel model, if the Mandalorian is Daredevil, Ahsoka is Jessica Jones. I mean, they're, they're happening at the same time in roughly the same places. Um, we know that she was asking about uh, Thrawn at the end of the episode that she was in. Um, so that again ties back to rebels and, you know, maybe she's looking for Ezra still. I don't know. Um, we'll see how that goes, but we have Ahsoka happening with her own, uh, again, Rosario Dawson leading her own Ahsoka live action series over on Disney plus. We have another series that is set again at the same time as all this, uh, called Rangers of the new Republic. We have no idea what the fuck this movie the show's about. They haven't it said anything. Like <laughs> the little bit that they did, like right. the, there was the little trailer, yeah. like that little bit was just enough for like my head to go. This is going to look so awesome. <laughs> well, it, so <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic. When I hear that, I think of a couple things. I think okay, so we've got Gina Carano's character, Cara Dune. She's now like all in with the New Republic. She's a marshal or whatever. We've got um, what's his name, Timothy Oliphant's character. He is, you know, a marshal in his area. So, is this is this Deadwood in the Star Wars universe? I mean, are they? I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out. Is it is it following you know the two guys on the uh, on the X wings? I don't know. We'll find out. Again, they haven't told us much of anything. Going to be the Lone Ranger in space. I'm thinking. I'm hoping that at some <laughs> point, if we've got because he does this, I'm hoping at some point Timothy Oliphant. Puts a, finds a cowboy hat and puts it on, and it's either Justified or Deadwood in space with his character. Um, that just because that would be like the ultimate fan service, I think, if we go that route. 
Uh, we also have, we know we're getting Andor. This is the Rogue One spinoff with Cassie and Andor. Um, and what, K, 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 S, I don't fucking remember. The Alan Tudyk uh, droid character from Rogue One. They're getting their own prequel series. We know we're getting... KS2O. There you go, KS2O. We know we're getting an Obi-Wan Kenobi series with Ewan McGregor set after uh, Revenge of the Sith prior to A New Hope. We know that Hayden Christensen is going to be in the uh, Darth Vader armor, which is... Does anybody have strong feelings about that one way or the other? Because I know a lot of folks are like... We are so glad. We'll get you there, Hawk. Hold on. I know a lot of folks are saying that they like, and I agree with this. The guy got burned by his performance, but by the reception to uh, how he played Anakin in uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. So he was burned out on Star Wars altogether. Dude pretty much retired, went back to his farm in Canada, and decided to raise cattle. Um, so people are excited that he is excited to be back and being engaged by Lucasfilm and is part of it. Um, well, it's because the people who didn't like Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader are the people who are whose generation of Star Wars was episodes four, five, six. Right. The people who are excited about Hayden Christensen coming back as Vader, whose Star Wars was episodes one, two, three. Right. So like, like my, like, well, not my kids, but my kids are excited that Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. Right. Whereas like my generation and whatever is like, fuck that guy. So (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I personally, I I personally don't care, but. Actually, I don't even have thoughts. I have feelings. What are your feelings? My feelings are he is the worst actor on the planet. If I never see him act again, <laughs> I would be extremely happy. I think um, it's great. Bring him back. I'm, I'm sure. I'm oh. sure you do with your little green headphones. Bring um, him back. <laughs> like my, who? Who else is going to do it? Well, there's are you trying the to tell me I'm number my, one? I agree with you, Tony. I am number one. My okay. my <laughs> thought is you already have. So we had the original Darth Vader is David Prowse, bodybuilder, big dude, imposing in the armor. And then we had Hayden Christensen in the armor for all of like three minutes at the very end of Revenge of the Sith. But then we had an actor by the name of Spencer Wilding who played Darth Vader in Rogue One. Again, big, imposing, badass dude. Um, If you're going to have a guy play Darth Vader at this point, I think think Spencer's... I think Spencer's your go-to guy. I don't. Under, I mean, I get the, I get the good press that putting Hayden back in the in the suit generates, Maybe. but Spencer won the job in Rogue Hayden's One. It's got to be a thing. It's got to be a thing. Somebody somewhere was like, I don't know. Let's help this dude out. Or like, <laughs> there has to be a thing. Like, let's get the guy off the farm and back into. Hollywood. Here's what I think. Go ahead, Brandon. What do you got? Okay, so me being like the like a fan of Star Wars, but the lowest type of fan on the uh, lowest type or level of fandom on the totem pole throughout all of you right here. Uh, here's what I think, and I I haven't even seen episodes all of episode two or yeah, any of episode three, but here's I know enough to kind of get along. Here's what I think. 
I think it's a red herring in the fact that uh, Hayden will be in the show. He will be playing Darth Vader. Who he's, playing, before he's playing the bartender was from An- Deadwood. No, no, no. Who was <laughs> An- who was Anakin Skywalker? Right. Who becomes Darth Vader? He will be in that show, but he won't be Darth Vader. They're saying that because that's where he is now. But he won't actually. I think they are. They might get Spencer Wilding back and have him be in the costume because there's no reason they're going to pay Hayden Christensen a bunch of money to just be in a costume the whole time, unless that's what he wants. That's maybe the only way he's going back into star Wars, but there's no reason they would do that because in show business, the face is the moneymaker. Right. Yeah. So I think it's a red herring the way they phrased it because they phrased it a certain way. They said Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. Right. That's your, that's your whole thing right there. Yeah. Yeah, this is me not wearing a freaking double there shirt. More on that later, <laughs> if I may, Joey. Uh, but that's a great shirt, by the way. Thank you. I just got another one today. Um, point is, I think it's a fake out. I think he's going to be in the show. It's probably going to be more as flashbacks as Anakin. And I know nothing. This isn't like I have a friend at Lucasfilm who's telling me all this shit. I know right. nothing. But I think it's I think it's a red herring. So, like, Hayden Christensen is going to come in, he's going to be Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader, and then he becomes Darth Vader, and when he becomes Darth Vader, it's no longer Hayden Christensen, it's whoever they get to wear the suit. Well, I think part of the Obi-Wan series will will contain Obi-Wan's flashbacks to working with Anakin. Could be. It could be. And that's where you get, that's where you get Hayden Christensen. It could be they're hiring him to be the face, like... If he's like swimming in the back to tank or something, like if he's, you know, it could be, it could be very yeah, much, could, a, you know, because this is early, this is like yeah. kind of early ish in Darth Vader's reign. Right. So he could take off the mask at that point. He could still be in the rest of the suit, but it's Hayden Christian's face. But then anytime he's masked, it's whoever he gets, Spencer Wilding, whoever. It's, it's going to look like. Pretty- it's gonna look pretty weird like if you go Kenny from Hayden it. to Hayden to to Spencer because there's a big difference in yeah time. yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah I thought we had Kitty but, already already cast as a couple other characters here what the heck he could we're getting Darth body Vader doubles too. remember we're gonna get body doubles and then we're just gonna CG the face with really bad with Hayden yep there you go, <laughs> <laughs> you know, go I, everybody gives Hayden a lot of crap for the character he played. Right. And for me, when it, when I was watching it, I didn't have an opinion one way or the other. I just enjoyed the movie. I'm with and, you. you know, all that. Yeah. Like, that, and, that's um, how I feel about rise of Skywalker. Everybody has an opinion on it. I just watched the movie and I had a good time. That's yeah. Hayden. That's Hayden Christensen playing Vader is like, I mean, or not playing Vader, but playing Anakin Skywalker, like Anakin Skywalker at the time, conflicted like semi-teenager early adult he didn't know what he was doing and trying to figure himself out and whatever and i mean what better than hayden christensen well the, right the, 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 what would be better somebody that can act uh, he can act just fine he, he's good and for what especially how he played it because i watched a thing where somebody kind of explained why he was acting the way he was and why he chose to do that. And he actually made very wise choices in the acting because he had, to, like she was saying, he was a kid that grew up with 
powers who from you know a young age was taught you're special you're going to be the thing that you know puts brings balance to the force like he's had sunshine blown up his yeah, ass he's so been he's harry been, pottered his whole life so, yeah, yeah exactly and <laughs> so i wish i could remember everything this one person was kind of explaining but i was like you know what for someone who was on the fence who didn't carry the way, it really won me over to Hayden's performance on that. And may, when I went back and watched him again, knowing what, you know, why he was acting this way, why he was talking this way, why he chose this phrasing, different things like that, you're like, holy crap, he did a damn good job. Right. But to just somebody who was prone to hate this character and was told, by millions of people poo-pooing on it and reading articles and all this, this is why you're supposed to hate this guy. People just automatically like, well, I'm supposed to hate this guy. Yeah. Is he score? I mean, is he Robert De Niro? Is he, you know, any of these great actors? It would be the same as like anybody who said, anybody who's seen the Han Solo movie and I can't remember the actor's name, but whoever. Him. It would be like saying he did a shitty job at playing Han Solo. Yeah, and he did. I, he did an amazing I will, job. Wait a minute, wasn't that Kenny I, in that role too? No, I will say <laughs> number one. I don't. I don't agree with that comparison, and we can. That's a whole other stuff. But I will say to Kenny the same thing that you've heard me say before. If it requires extra reading or extra something beyond what was actually on the screen, then you fucked up. If you if you have to explain right. why you made this choice because it didn't come through on the screen, why you made that choice. Then you fucked it up. Just and you I mean, didn't do your job. And then, yeah. and then I'll have to reply with what I always reply. And when I go to watch a movie, I'm taking I'm I want to be taken out of my little world for two hours. Right. And if you can hold my attention and you give me something that I'm enjoying, I'm gonna be okay with your movie. And the prequels and even the last three, for as much hell as everybody gave them. They took me out of my little world. I I got some Star Wars in my life, and I was happy. So I can let certain things go. I don't come into a movie going, all right, here's my pen and paper. I'm going to critique every little thing. Right. I don't do yeah, that. Yeah. I think, I, I think, most, I think me, most people don't. But again, I have if, a if you have if you have to write an article that explains everything that nobody got from your fucking movie that you didn't put it on the screen, then you know that's. But anyway, that's just my. Go ahead, Hawk. You had a question. I know. I, I, I know. I was gone for a while, but when did we yeah. let Kenny back in the house? I thought we had a rule. No, he got back in there. Uh, he, he's back in. Well, they, 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 they heard he's getting that Disney money for all these roles he's playing. So, <laughs> all right, you can come back in the house now. Everybody's awake again, so I got to come into the house where it's warm. <laughs> uh, more Star Wars. We know we're getting some more animated stuff. We're getting the Bad Batch, which is a Clone Wars spinoff uh, from this. Last I really want it to Wars. be like a like a Suicide Squad. I think yeah. that it's gonna, I think that's kind of the vibe they're going for. That's true. I want it real bad. <laughs> we're getting Star Wars Visions, an anime series. Um, not a whole lot of information on that. We're getting a droid story, which is an animated series on Disney Plus as well. Again, not a ton of information on these. So they've been doing so good. I think uh-huh. they're getting ready to shoot themselves in the foot. Trying I think if, to make money. I, I think what happens I is I, I think what happens is if you do a bunch of things you have a higher chance of screwing something up. And yeah. so when you do, that's what people will judge you by. 
So the, yeah, the, I, I the whole theory of of take all the crap that you have and throw it up against the wall and see what sticks does not apply to something like Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. Can we Are you sure about it? that? <laughs> yeah, why can't it? <laughs> Are you sure about that? I mean, it's kind of like, and and I hate to, to switch over, but DC has crushed all of their animated stuff, and uh. then they dip they and then they dip their toe into non animated, and yeah. they should have stayed their asses over here in the animated. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. maybe we shouldn't do everything. Yeah. If you're doing oh, it, well, it, my thing is, oh. if you're doing everything, you can only you only have so many John Favreaus, you only have so many Dave Filoni's, you only have so many Robert Rodriguez's, yeah. you only have so many Taika Waititi's. They can't oversee and really be as hands on with every project as they have been with the Mandalorian. If you're gonna, so maybe sudden, everybody's gonna get their own project. Everybody gets three is the problem at this rate. The way that you they're thinking like, about, yeah. so yeah, so Are Dave Filoni gets Katie one, and so you know, like. Yes. Yeah. Kenny is in. Kenny is the crossover character <laughs> between all of these. He's, he's in. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny is, the, in. He is the thread that connects every one of these shows. We're yes. going to put him in an LED light suit and we're just going to project things on him and he's just going to become part of the volume. It's done. I can only hope. <laughs> so uh, what see. I really go want, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I want another company. I uh, want somebody, I want to look at someone other than Disney. You know what I mean? You can't. Uh, that's not going to happen. There's too much you money. Can't. No, <laughs> you can't. Not going because Disney has become Walmart at this point. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That analogy right there just, just, just <laughs> points me in. I, I, I really feel like I want to climb in my bed and not come out for a year. <laughs> right. But, that's, but it's true. I, I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> Disney, Disney has become Walmart. As long as they don't just, as long as they don't start their own distribution company, we'll all be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. We've also got a Lando series coming to Disney Plus. No word yet on Woo! what that is. It does they don't? It could be Billy D. Williams. It could be uh, Donald Glover. It could be somebody completely different. We have no idea. Could be both. We never. We don't know. Could be. Could be. Could be old Lando telling stories about young Lando's life, which would be fun, especially if he's like, if he, if he hardly. Oh my god! It him could be bit. like a fireside thing. If, if it's old Lando, if it's old Lando, Lando. <laughs> if it's old Lando sitting around the card table telling stories, and he does it in the and he does it in a way like oh. they did with the Harley Quinn movie, where it's like you don't know if he this really how it went down, or if that's just Lando telling you that's how it went down. That could be fun with Donald Glover as young Lando. That could be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, if that's I what think that would be very fun. I want to say that Donald played Lando better. Than Lando than Billy, than Billy but that's only because Donald was given the character to play, whereas Billy D was not. Right, he was just put on the role, go do this, and take your money and shut up. Whereas Donald was like, "You got a role." Billy D Williams was playing Lando, like you know Billy D Williams. I mean, there wasn't <laughs> right. a stretch for it. You know, <laughs> yeah, he exactly. Like, he had a blue Colt forty-five. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff with that too, though. Like the older, the original Star Wars was meant to be like, and I've had this discussion with Hawk before. The original Star Wars was meant to be watching like a comic book on the screen. 
and it comes off that way you get the slide you know the the film slides so you see the slide come across it cuts to a new scene or you know it it reads like a comic book and our newer star wars stuff does not read as a comic book it reads like a movie it reads like real life in some cases it reads like a hallmark movie but it does not read as a comic book on film right so i think with this lando thing i think i think that he plays lando better because he's it's a movie it's a production whereas before it was let's make a comic book I don't know. That's just. I, I prefer. I'm gonna shut up now. I prefer. Don, <laughs> I, I definitely prefer Donald Glover Lando to old Billy D. Williams Lando that we got in the last in the last film that we got because I don't even know how they did that. Uh, I don't lots know. Of, <laughs> you and I like a lift and a pulley and a dolly and some uh, girdles, lots yeah. of girdles, <laughs> and some ar- arthritis cream. Yeah. I don't know. That was my first thought was they were going to CGI him like they did. He was hanging um, out in a, in some pretty heavy corsets and Ben Gay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the smell of Asper cream on set was overwhelming on the days that Billy D was on, was on set. So, hashtag sorry, Billy D. <laughs> I know sorry, he wasn't a sorry, Jedi, but I'm surprised uh, his, uh, like if he had a cane in uh, Red Skywalker, I'm surprised it just wasn't made out of old lightsaber hilts. That would have actually been really cool. Yeah, or a walker, <laughs> a walker made out of old yeah. lightsabers, <laughs> a walker made out of parts from the Millennium Falcon. Like, uh, well, like they, they already had that character in Rogue One. That's what Force. That's character Force Whitaker. Right. Before. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. We're also getting another Disney Plus show called The Acolyte. This is set in the brand new High Republic era that was launched earlier this month with a new publishing venture taking place 200 years before phantom menace uh don't know that anybody's going to care a whole lot but um yeah we're gonna again this is that throwing I mean, shit out we, there and seeing what sticks we played that video game we played the video right. game we don't need a we don't need a show about it Played the video yeah. game it's fine we're also getting the next the next announced film is rogue squadron directed by wonder woman's patty jenkins um again we're assuming this takes place after return of the jedi because that would only make the most sense. Um, but again, they've not confirmed when or how or where this will be set. Uh, I guess it could be in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I don't know. They haven't told us really. Not a lot. We do know they did confirm that, yes, Taika Waititi is still working on a Star Wars movie, um, but it is not up next. Patty Jenkins is up next with Rogue Squadron. Um, Can we start a petition to get him to change his name? Taika? Why is yes. that? You don't like saying Waititi? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm six years old whenever I say his name. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, Hawk, I need you to take your headphones off for just a minute. I'll visually cue you when you can put them back on. Um, we know we're getting a Mandalorian Season 3 in 2022, but going in front of the cameras prior to that and debuting in Christmas time is what they're telling us. 2021, the book of Boba Fett. These are two different things. The Boba Fett 
thing is not Mandalorian season three. Those are two separate things. There was some confusion, and Favreau uh, was on Good Morning America or some shit to clear that up. So, what did you say if it didn't come across on screen and you got to write a book about it? You didn't do your job. (laughs) They just did not. They did. They didn't make it very clear what it was because. They had said in the investor call, Mandalorian season three is going to be out Christmas 2021. And then they gave us that stinger at the end of the season, which said the book of Boba Fett coming t- Christmas 2021. So people were like, is that what? is that Mandalorian season three? Because you don't have much Mandalorian story now that you've broken that team up. Um, but no, they did say no. Somebody at the investor call didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Book of Boba Fett Christmas next year. Mandalorian. 2022 for a new season of that hawk you can put your headphones back on <laughs> i know you heard every word of that but it's fun to just mess with you no i didn't actually okay. I, I literally turned the mic off turned okay, the headphones good. Off. there you go uh so of all that stuff of everything that we've talked about coming up what is it that you are most excited about and we'll just kind of go around what are you most excited about out of all that shit mandalorian mandalorian I just I don't want the rest of that crap. We got just, something good right now. Let's just stick with it. <laughs> right. Let's not, I mean, let's not take our eye off the ball because we are hitting line drives and home runs constantly. I think Rosario having her own series could be great. Um, but other than that, I just ugh. okay. Just stick to the animated stuff. Don't do everything at once. You don't. You know, it's like. When they had all the Stargates out at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you. What else? What else is somebody? What are you excited about? Anybody? Okay. Um, Go ahead, Kenny. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, I'm excited about the thing that we couldn't talk about in front With of Hawk. Paul. Okay. <laughs> only because, and everybody knows why. Yeah. For we, me, you told us why already. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, then I, of course, Mandalorian season three, that's a given, but I'm kind of, I'm, I'm hoping with the Ahsoka Tana, you know, spinoff, I hope it's her going and finding Ezra from rebels and right. those two getting into adventures, you know, with her, I mean, he, he's advanced a lot through rebels, but if, she could maybe show them some more stuff and they could get into stuff. I think that would be a fun, if that's the direction they end up going, you know, and then you can bring back some of the characters from rebels and stuff and kind of have a live, you know, thing of that. So as far as the animation stuff, honestly, I'm not that great. Like you said, there's not enough people over to see it that are going to be good. So they put so much love into clone wars they put so much love into rebels. Are we going to get that same love with these others? Because if we're not, don't do them. You know. So that's my thoughts. Right on, Brandon. You were going to talk. Go ahead. What are you excited about? Yeah. Um. Again, being a very casual Star Wars fan, uh, like I'm behind on Mandalorian, but I, I read spoilers because it's not it's not about the end point. It's about the journey for me. Right. Uh, because like I'm very casual with my <laughs> fandom for it. I like uh, you. As you can tell, not my first fandom. <laughs> right. Um, but otherwise, again, more on that later if I can. Remind uh, me to but, tell you about that when we're done. We will. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get there. Yeah. Um, but I, for me, I love animated stuff. So I'm looking forward to uh, 
to the droid story thing. I think that might be really fun and really cute. Like I heard it might, I, I can't remember if it's a series or a movie, but either way it looks really cute. So right on Tony, how about you? What are you excited about out of this? Uh, I'm excited about Ahsoka cause I like Ahsoka, but I want, and I know that I'm not going to get it, but I want the Ahsoka show or whatever it's going to be. I want it to be like episodes three, four, five. I want it to be like the comic book on TV. That's what I want. Um, And I know that I'm not going to get that. And that's, that's fine. Um, I'm kind of excited about the, the Andor just because uh, Rogue One was the only Star Wars movie my mom ever liked. Um, And I felt it was good. Right. And that's the thing. Like I felt I, I felt like if you can get my mom to like Star Wars, then then that's a thing. So anything tied with Rogue One, I'm gonna be kind of partial to just because it was my mom's favorite. And um I like the idea of Patty Jenkins doing a rogue squadron. Again, in my head it's gonna be something that it's not, and I'm probably gonna be disappointed because nothing in your head is ever what it is. But you know, we'll see what happens. And of course, 2021 and 2022 is going to be great. So, well, go. considering how that's why when it comes get... to Star Wars and Marvel and stuff like that, I don't have anything in my head. <laughs> Whereas, when, it. yeah, with what Tony's got rattling around in her head, there is no telling what's going on. So, a lot, a lot of Star Wars coming up. Most of it on Disney Plus in the near future. Coming up for us, the Pop Goes the Culture podcast returns in full force in January. Again, this is just a bonus episode. We've been doing a few of those. Uh, We already, somehow, in the last couple of days, we've already got guests asking to be on the show. So we may have some guests for you lined up for January when we come back, which will make our jobs easier because they can talk. Um, so subscribe to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast in the podcast player of your choice so you'll know when those new episodes are available. Follow us, of course, on social media at PGTC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash PGTC Podcast. You're going to get exclusive access to video live streams, ad-free podcast episodes, and more. You'll want to check that out. And you can even get your own Pop Goes the Culture swag in our brand new online store. Again, links to all of that and more at popgoestheculture.com. If you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment to leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost a thing, and it really is one of the best ways you can show your support for this show. What's everybody got coming up? I know Brandon's got some stuff to talk about. I know Hawk's got some things. Uh, I'll just kind of let you guys jump in. What you guys got coming up at the end of 2020 going into 2021? Who wants to jump in first? Well, Phoenix and Fan just did uh, their Christmas uh, end of the year episode. We're going to start 2021 on a bang with an amazing, what are we looking forward to this year? Because all that other, we're going to shake all of the 2020 off of us. Uh, you can find all of that on Fanatics and the Fan on YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram. Which is good because um, usually if you want to see Hawk shaking stuff, you got to go to his OnlyFans page. So that, that's true. <laughs> well worth the money. You know, sometimes <laughs> exactly. Oh, so you already have a new PayPal account. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> you know, Tony's doing a lot of talking. She's doing this going to be eating hot sauce as the first episode. Of I know. Fan in 2021. And it's because I love you. That's the only reason why. 
<laughs> we awesome. are going to heat things up in 2021, as yeah, well as the new segment, oh. new segment on Fanatics and the Fan, uh, brought to you by Joey Mills and there anybody is. else he wants to bring on. The wrestling oh. wrap up is going to be a oh. part of the Fanatics. And the Fan. That'll be fun. Uh, yeah. We got some yeah, stuff to talk about after after this weekend. We had some stuff to talk about with that. Listen, I need to talk to you after this. We will. I have, we'll I have we'll questions. Hang out after that. We will. Brandon, <laughs> what do you got going on? I know you got a new project you're working on as well. Yeah, so with Joey's Good Gracious, um, I am launching a spinoff of the uh, of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast that I am calling Pop Goes the Game Show. It's going to be the latest and greatest in the world of game shows, I love game shows. That that's what I was alluding to. That was that's my first fandom that I love, and uh, a lot a lot of people know game shows casually. Like I know Star Wars and Marvel casually. They enjoy them, but they don't they don't know that there's a whole world to the world to explore. We'll get into a little bit of that as the series. We'll get into more of that as the series builds. But for the most part, it's going to be following pretty much the same format as Pop Goes the Culture podcast, but it's going to be. Game shows twenty four seven or however long the podcast lasts. <laughs> Game per shows once a week for about an hour, <laughs> but twenty four seven is yeah, we live it, in. The, the pilot was thirteen <laughs> minutes, but we'll see how long it sustains yeah. each episode. Yeah, that's cool. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to that as well. I think you're and any that out all of, of you on this show are invited to join. Once we we're gonna our our record days are going to be on Sunday. Our 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 uh, release dates are going to be on Mondays starting. Uh, we're gonna have a preview episode uh the the monday after christmas and uh then our first official episode will be on january 4th which will be good timing because we have a week of game shows that week uh new new launches and whatnot including sunday uh, i mean thursday's big abc night that they're gonna have we'll talk all about that on the preview episode so really looking forward to doing this for you joey and uh I know you didn't ask, but I'm happy to do it anyway. No, I love it. I think it's going to be great. I think you're going to knock it out. We know you love game shows. <laughs> Listen, yeah, long-time listeners to the podcast know you love your game shows. <laughs> so I think it's going to be great. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We we need to get the little yodeling mountain climber from uh, Price is Right somehow yes, worked Price into is the right. audio. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that was like the one thing. Like If you're sick from school, you watch Price is Right just hoping – that they play mountain climber just so you can watch. Oh, yeah. yeah, they found uh, cliffhangers. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, recently cliffhangers, watched yeah. the guy that uh, cheated at uh, what's that whammy one? What's the one? Uh, oh, uh, pressure luck. luck. Yeah, pressure luck. I I watched that documentary and wow. Okay, that was it's just an interesting <laughs> story to me. I don't know why I just found it to be hilarious and interesting. They actually they have done so many documentaries on this one incident. But I guess one hundred and fifty thousand dollars was a lot back in nineteen whatever. Yeah. Have you seen? Did you ever watch the? Uh, I think it was a documentary about the uh, guy that kept getting on the prices right, and he knew all that. He he knew all the prices. He's one of these guys. I heard who just, about him. He keeps yeah, the numbers band, in his head. Right? Yeah. I think it was the, the name of it. I haven't seen it, but uh, it's yeah. He, it's uh, funny because they they didn't do that take off that exactly. But have you ever seen the How I Met Your Mother episode where Barney yeah. goes on the prices right? <laughs> To that tell Bob Barker he thinks is he he's his real father, but he knows all the prices because he's been studying and he gets yeah. everything right. And yeah, he that's spent, right. And he spends time during when he gets called up, like showing Bob Barker photos of, of him, and then he gets the price exact. It's hilarious. 
Yeah, no, that was a legit. I mean, yeah, the guy just he knew because he watched it so much. He knew the prices of everything, and he and it wasn't yeah. even his bid. It was somebody in the crowd who realized that guy knows all the answers. So they were watching him, and he gave them the perfect bid for the uh, showcase because because he wasn't on stage. So uh, that's, that's yeah. another one that you'll want to catch if you haven't already. Cool. Anybody else, Kenny? You got anything going on? You just getting ready for the return? Well, he got to deal with all the Disney money he gets. Yeah. Are we going to be able to get? You're going to have to remote in from the set uh, from all these <laughs> all these shows you're on now. Well, I'm going to put it all away. I'm going to invest it. So you know, <laughs> yeah. in 20 years, I just retire with a few mil in the bank. You know, that's, that's my strategy so far. So yeah, work. Um, no, I'm just. Uh, you know, business is picking up and, you know, we're doing, we're getting into other things. You know, I'm making masks for people left and right, doing embroidery on that and getting into embroidery and other things and doing crafty things. So it's kind of, you know, 2020 is sliding into, you know, going into 2021, probably I'd like to see getting more commissions for myself coming in and stuff like that and just kind of ramp up the art side of everything so that's my plan very cool right on tony what do you got going on i know you're coming to town shortly to I film am. with hawk if nothing um, all hide i'm gonna come hang out with hawk um I, my world is in a very weird place and it's going to be for a while um and as far as what I have coming down the pipe of my world is a whole lot of question marks. Um, so I, I honestly don't know. My 2021 is a big, giant question mark. Is that so, scary or um, exciting or both? It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fair enough. It really is. Um, yeah, it's very terrifying. Um, no, tomorrow I'm taking um, my my real estate state and national test. Um, and, and then after that I'm getting in a car and I'm driving for a whole lot of hours for like two days. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work an event, which I'm not sure how I feel about it because <laughs> yeah. it's 2020. So it's like, you know, there haven't been any events, so I'm going to work an event. I don't know. And then, um, and then after that, comes my adventure in giant question mark land <laughs> so i don't know maybe i'll get a riddler tattoo or something <laughs> <laughs> there you go just a big old question mark yeah well i can't thank you guys enough for joining us tonight thank you guys for being here making the time during a busy holiday week to hang out and talk nerdy stuff about the mandalorian so thank you guys thanks to kenny thanks to hawk my thanks pleasure. to tony thanks to brandon yeah. and thanks to you for listening wherever you are whether you're catching us on christmas day if so man i hope we've been the distraction you needed to get you for you know almost a couple hours Absolutely. at least away if from... you need me to call you <laughs> if you need somebody to call you just let us know if well. you need somebody to call and <laughs> pretend like it's an emergency so that you can leave wherever you're stuck yeah. at just let us know hit us up on social media we'll give you a call whatever you need uh, but for the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network, again, my name is Joey Mills. Thank you, guys. Have a Merry Christmas, a happy holiday season. Have a great weekend. We will catch you right back here in 2021 for another brand-new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Be safe, be healthy, and be happy. We will see you guys later. See ya. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. 
Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.